Hello there, folks. It's time once again to stew on this. I'm Stu Bittman. This week's episode is called Getting Over Non-Deserving-Itis. Yes, I have been very blessed to serve lots of people over the last 35 years or so uh, as a chiropractor, as a coach, as a minister, a teacher and workshop leader. And perhaps the most common challenge that I've observed in folks, including myself, of course, is what I call non-deserving-itis. The symptoms of non-deserving-itis show up as either I don't deserve success, or I don't deserve happiness, or abundance, or peace of mind, or I don't deserve to be forgiven, or I don't deserve love, whether it's from myself or from others. It's interesting that not once have I heard a newborn baby or a dog say anything about not deserving. (laughs) Apparently it's something we learn, perhaps a gift of our oversized brains. But consider for a moment what a difference it might make if we got over this condition and we overcame this crazy belief. It's an understandable belief in our often disempowering culture, but it's still crazy. And for me, getting over non-deserving-itis would make about the biggest difference of anything I can imagine. Because over and over again, again in myself and others, I've seen that the biggest factor in determining whether or not we make choices based on love or choices based on our values in any single moment is how we're feeling about ourselves in that moment. So when I say I don't deserve it becomes nearly impossible to make the best choices. I shut myself off from my good, I tend to sabotage myself, I miss opportunities, and I generally shoot myself in the foot. As as always, our brain can provide unlimited reasons why we don't deserve. Whether it's because that seed got planted in us early in life from parents or teachers or from the world, or because we tend to compare ourselves to other people and come up on the short end, or because we're holding things on ourselves, or whatever. The important thing is, at the same time, as always, our heart is constantly whispering, no one deserves more love and abundance than you do. You are so beautiful. You are so great. Hmm. When we give more attention to what our brain is uh, providing, it's, for me, just like walking up to a raging, ever-flowing waterfall of love and abundance and joy, more than enough for ourselves and for everybody else to take as much as we want. And we're there standing, holding up a little thimble to the flow. And sometimes we've got that thimble turned upside down. Folks, I believe everyone deserves to know their heart's truth. And everyone deserves up, deserves to hold up the hugest container imaginable to that waterfall. But if you need more convincing, please know that the word deserve literally means to serve completely. To serve completely. I know that if you're listening to this right now, that you serve And so, if your brain needs reason for you to deserve, there you go. 
Martin Luther King Jr., whose birthday we celebrate here in the United States tomorrow, said, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. Isn't it good to know that we don't have to make our subject and verb agree in order to serve? And if you notice, he didn't say that we need to be perfect or to walk on water to serve. He didn't say that we need to see 3,000 people a week. He didn't say we need to somehow erase every single thing we did or didn't do or said or didn't say. He didn't say we'll only feel as though we deserve if we constantly and continually beat ourselves up. Hmm. He said we only need an open heart so that our soul can do its natural and normal thing and generate love. I know that every single one of you listening are on this path to serve in that way. Every one of you has made countless people's loads lighter, countless people's lives easier, lives better, lives more meaningful. Do you ever think about that? Hmm. To serve completely means not so much what we're serving, it's about where we're serving from. For me, it means serving with no strings attached, no conditions. It means serving without expectation of later reward or later thanks because the giving and receiving are happening in the same moment, especially if we acknowledge that. Serving completely means being in an awareness of our wholeness as we serve, so we can serve from fullness rather than from I should, rather from duty or obligation or from our ego. Well, undoubtedly none of us completely serve completely in this way, but even holding an intention and moving in toward Moving towards serving in that way is reason enough to up our deserving level. I have a clear beacon for serving completely, and that were my mission trips, especially in Panama. They were the purest experiences of service that I've ever um, experienced. <laughs> that was redundant. And they are, interestingly, also the best I ever felt about myself. My ego was involved a bit, especially in getting me there originally, but then it became so much more. There were absolutely no thoughts about why I deserve or why I don't deserve or why I should feel good about myself. It was purely an experience of connection and oneness and the exchange of love. And so I learned that I could give and receive love without words especially when I give my gift in the purest way. And when I give my gift in the purest way, it has the greatest impact. Folks, in Panama, I was adjusting people uh, by remote control. <laughs> I was adjusting somebody, and the person next to them would get adjusted. And even if I have to, I actually had to lay my hands on people, I knew as I walked up to them exactly what I needed to do. 
It was so much connection, so much presence. And I'm not sure if I've ever quite reached that level of serving since then, but it became a clear benchmark for what's possible. And it doesn't matter whether we're in Panama or at home or wherever we are, there's always someone to serve. Even if it's just with a smile or with a helping hand or with an encouraging word. So there's no limit to our level of deserving. <laughs> and of course, the most important person to serve, I believe, is the one in the mirror. So, for the next week, if and when a non-deserving thought happens to pop into your head, simply notice it without judgment and question that sucker. In fact, here's something you can say to that thought. So, repeat after me, but first, please make sure you're not facing another human being when you do this. Are you ready? Here it goes. Oh, where I come from, that's called a Bronx cheer. And after that, if you're willing, you can say something to yourself such as, I deserve as much love and abundance as anyone else does. And if that feels like too much for you right now, maybe say, I am willing to get over non-deserving itis so I can discover that I deserve as much love and abundance as anyone else does. Hey, I know you do. And before long, you'll know it too. Yeah. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.